Hello, welcome back to Juxtaposition. I'm Justin, and I just want to first uh, really highlight the fact that we appreciate all of the feedback that we got from our first official episode. Uh, I also want to welcome back my hostess with the mostess, Elsie. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, brother? What's going on, man? How you doing, brother? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. All as well. I had a great week. Uh, we had pops in town. Yes, sir. So yes, obviously, sir. Um, we, we showed him a good time. So great family was, time. Great family absolutely. time. Absolutely. Uh, so, LC, uh, audience, we're, we're obviously really, again, excited to be here. I've said that 40 times because we really feel it. And this is a topic that we think is going to be incredibly relevant for you guys. Uh, and in the the mindset of feedback that you guys have shared, we um, are testing some tools and we're going to essentially allow for you guys to interact with us a bit more consistently uh, in a bit more real time, just so that uh, we can ensure that our content is tailored and as impactful as possible. Elsie, we are, you know, cooking in the kitchen, but we want to make sure that obviously, again, we have the the right ingredients to ensure that this has an impact um, to your life. Ultimately, the goal is for any vehicle inspiration, particularly as we're thinking about elevating our life, uh, really challenging ourselves, juxtaposing our current reality. Again, that assumes we believe that there's more available for us, uh, whatever that may look like. So if, if we believe that, we just really want to ensure that the the message is, is just not a nice message that you guys hear. It's one that is applicable to your life. So really want to make sure that we're, we're giving you guys content that's incredibly helpful and valuable. Uh, and and we, we expect this one to be as well. So this this particular episode two is, is entitled Why Me? And, you know, Elsie, you actually came up, you know, with the title, you you mentioned it first. And, you know, as we've talked about it, you know, we both, you know, found this commonality around similar life experiences that cause discomfort. Yeah. And, and, and they ultimately, you know, become sometimes overwhelming and they lead to questions, questions like, why me? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. how many times do we question why God allows things to happen in our lives, let alone let some suffering sometimes happen? Yeah. Uh, as we think of the context of juxtaposition, I want to present uh, an idea. Is it possible that we may be putting ourselves in jeopardy of insulting the knowledge of God by speaking in a state of, of, of emotions or, or even unknown ignorance. Um, you know, so I think it's, it's very important that we highlight, we all have these why me moments, yep. but it's really critical, Elsie, that, you know, we, we encourage our, our listeners to be willing to do what we've been saying in the past podcast, challenge yourself. If you are, are willing, if you, if you believe that, again, there is more to your story, there's more to your impact, there's more peace available in your life. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we, this is an opportunity, again, to challenge your innate thinking, to juxtapose uh, your current experience, that current why me moment, so that you can live in a way that you haven't always so we know life is interesting. It's unexpected. It often can be mysterious. Some things just don't even make sense, if we could be honest. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with the basics, Elsie. Like, 
the way we are, right? Like literally yeah. the details that determine our charisma, intellect, uh, our wit, our very experiences in life. Um, <clears throat> so to that point of things being interesting and, and unexpected, again, we have questions that we want answers to in this world. Why me? If God loved me, why would he let me? I prayed so much. How come this didn't happen for me? I worked so hard. Why didn't I achieve? Why me? Yeah, yeah. And no, it's I, I, yeah, really I'm quickly, sorry. it's it's yeah. interesting that I've learned that many of these experiences not being put in the proper context again, reinforce these characteristics that can support the why me moment that can result in things like self-sabotage without the consideration that just maybe, just maybe some of the experiences are God-ordained, God-intended for our life. So I just wanted to highlight, Elsie, uh, to the point of, you know, we actually, there's a twofold picture that we're going to unpack, you know, why me moments that yeah. are literally assigned to your story. Yeah for purpose, to build character, to build grit. And then there's some why me moments that we exasperate uh, as a result of, of of not challenging those moments. Uh, so sorry for cutting you off, bro. Why no, I was going to no, say, because I definitely was going to cut you off in, in one of those parts, because when as soon as you were, as you were talking about our perspective, I thought about context immediately. So I was literally like on mm -hmm. the urge of just, just, just blurting that out, because again, that's one of the things that I've had to learn um, significantly throughout different challenges in my life is mm -hmm. that perspective. And I, I love how you laid the foundation for this conversation with, again, really bringing back center our unique connection to that mm -hmm. why me, right? All mm -hmm. of us, I don't care where you are in life, we've all sat here at one point and asked that question, right? So mm -hmm. having the opportunity to be provoked for us to focus on that bedroom reason of why me i believe it gives us the opportunity to ask ourselves to really look at the experiences and interactions that we may have had and really digest whether you know are these god-ordained experiences or are they as you were saying earlier self-sabotage and i love how yeah. you put that out there right that self-sabotage aspect and then you're talking about why would god allow me to go through this well mm -hmm. those are two different types of experiences right mm -hmm. but i still think in conjunction we we must still highlight Mm -hmm. The fact that whether it is a self-sabotaging moment or not, God is still essentially part of it all, right? So, Absolutely. you know, regardless of how you may feel about not getting promotion or or what you may have learned or not learned uh, from that experience, that's all that's going to be solely based on one's perspective, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, we got to, I think we all need to, and I would love for the audience to like really just challenge ourselves, self-reflect for a moment of, what does this title why me really mean, right, to you mm -hmm. personally, right? Because I, I, I'll say for myself, you know, when I reflect on it, I, I can transparently, you know, appreciate that in my life, I have been one of those guys that when I found myself in a me moment, I was ticked off about something, right? I was mm -hmm. heavily agitated, extremely annoyed, angry even, you know, for whatever reason that I may have been going through. Maybe I didn't feel understood. Maybe I didn't mm -hmm. feel, you know, loved in a certain situation. I was dealing with my family. Maybe I didn't feel honored at my workplace because all the work I put in, but I still mm -hmm. didn't get that recognition, that validation that we all transparently seek, um, you know, or even having that project or that, that, that opportunity that you were really working for, that new business you were hoping for, you were praying for, and the results didn't turn out the way that you were hoping it, you know, yeah. come out to. Like those 
those are the things that I think we need to really step back and look at it and then mm-hmm. kind of ask ourselves, you know, these three points. Like, one, do we really understand why addressing the why me moments we have, why that's so important, mm-hmm. right? And then ask yourself, what fuels the, the traits, the habits, the characteristics, the, the behaviors, the, the, the temperament for mm-hmm. somebody that may or may not understand the why me moments that, that they're experiencing? And then lastly, you know, are we okay with the answer, right? Yeah. Are you okay with why God mm-hmm. is allowing you to experience what you experience? And I think that's such a hard pill for us to swallow sometimes because we have this innate thought of we're in control we're managing yes. our lives we have all this you know stuff figured out and then when the, the the house of cards we built around us crumbles we literally cry out why me you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah <laughs> i i love everything you said and and it's laced with context because we again we all have had these moments of you know these very heavy feelings that make us like, again, look in the mirror, like of all people, why would this happen to me? So I love that you highlighted all these things we strive for, or even the love we we yearn uh, to receive yeah. when, when those things don't show up in the way we do expect them to, these moments happen. So respond, yeah. to take us a step back, um, you know, and to add some scriptural context, let's, let's dive into Jeremiah 1, 5, just briefly, um, chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. So um, God is saying to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I consecrated you to myself as my own. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Then Jeremiah in return says, ah, Lord God, behold, I don't know how to speak from only a young man. You know, and it's it's so funny if we take that 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 scripture and we put it in the context of what we're talking about today. Jeremiah had that why me moment. Like, yeah. why me? Why did you choose me? And, and God, yeah. again, said to him, like, before your days were lived, they were designed. Uh, Verse seven even says, but the Lord said to me, the Lord said to Jeremiah, do not say I'm only a young man because everywhere I send you, you shall go and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Don't be afraid of them for I'm with you always to protect you and deliver you, says the Lord. So the reason why I said taking a step back and and, 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 and putting this scripture within the, the confines of this conversation is because if we are saying that we are, whether Christian, whether not Christian, like if we're in this, in this, and obviously we are two Christian men who are, who are, our, our goal is to help us juxtapose the current cultural confines and, and, and stumbling blocks that this world presents to us all um, and subsequently draw you to Christ. So we're, we're definitely going to leverage scripture, but um, you know, if we, in most cases, if we, if, if most of us say, I believe in, in God, uh, I believe in, you know, this, this, this higher power who created me and wants me to live a fulfilled life, but I'm experiencing these why, mo- why, why me moments, I think it's just really important to, as we address why we should pause and, and, and ask why this moment is happening, I think it's important for us to remind ourselves that, again, we were formed our days were designed before we lived them. And if we believe that, 
we have to believe that there is some reason why this thing is happening in my life. Yeah. And, yeah. and we don't ever, in many cases, I don't believe we ever think about that. We don't ever think like, maybe I am impatient. Maybe mm. I'm actually just not a kind per. I mean, bro, like so many I, different things, but it makes you think about you, what you said on the last week's podcast, right? Where you talking about, our ability to kind of look at what we're doing and how it's literally causing some of the circumstances that we're in. We're not, we're not really focusing on that or even, or actually one of the analogies you utilized was children. You said we, we raise our kids, right. And we, we give all the structure, all this discipline. And it's like, when we grow up, we expect like not to keep that structure. Like, why, why would you think that that would just diminish? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like Absolutely. all these things, have a connective purpose and and i think transparently it goes back to our sense of again understanding that one you, you're not here for yourself mm -hmm. e e e everything that we do it has an impact on somebody else right everything mm -hmm. i feel like god has literally designed this unique network that because like you said you're an introvert i'm an extrovert mm -hmm. however we both still have impact on people you Absolutely. may not even like being around people but you still have an impact on them. I mm -hmm. love being around people. So I have to be very cautious mm -hmm. of how I impact people. Right. So there's just so many different things. And what it leads me to, to think about is because you were asking, like, maybe I'm not a patient person. Maybe I'm yeah. not really kind all the time. Yeah. Right. Maybe maybe I'm sometimes relatively selfish. And I think when if we really believe that God has a plan for our life, he has a purpose for our life. It's just almost, again, like raising a child if my child has a plan or purpose I foresee for them, mm -hmm. I'm going to ensure that my child is disciplined in order to not only achieve what I foresee for them, but to sustain themselves where they are. And I think what we struggle with as adults in this human fleshly body is with the discipline part, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so that leads me to the thoughts of Hebrews 12, uh, chapter 11, or excuse mm -hmm. me, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11, where it says, no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's right. painful. Right. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. Mm -hmm. So all, all of this is a, is a freaking training ground for us to understand you have an opportunity to grow. It's just like, you know, I think about you in the gym. Mm -hmm. You work out six double what I six days a week. So I'm, I'm, I'm like flirting with five and a half, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you better flirt. <laughs> But it's like, it, but at the same time, I can't expect the same results that sure. you have if I'm not if if I'm not willing to put myself in that stressful environment. Mm -hmm. Being in a gym is stressful. You are literally mm -hmm. deliberately putting your literally. physical body in a stressful position to where you're literally sweating. And your body is in a stressful state, mm -hmm. but it's for improvement. It's for growth. It's for sustainability. It's for Absolutely. a long life and and all those things. So again, the impact, right and. Mm -hmm. When we, I believe when we sit back and reflect on that, that's what's really important. Like when you're not able to reflect on, I'm not a patient person. Mm -hmm. I am not good with my time. Mm -hmm. I'm not good with my money, mm -hmm. right? What that starts to do is it, 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 that lack of reflection makes you look at your wobbling moments as somebody's doing something to you. Right. Right. And, and, you know, you, I think about Psalms 20, Psalm 73, excuse me, mm -hmm. verse 21 through 24, where, um, where David says, then I realized my heart was bitter mm -hmm. and I was all torn up on inside. 
Mm. I was so foolish and ignorant. I must have seemed like a senseless animal to you. Mm. Yet, I still belong to you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. And and, and that to me is just so humbling, bro. Mm -hmm. It's humbling because as you and I talk all the time, like we don't have all the answers. Yes. If we're honest, we ain't got nothing daggone answers if we really, you know, transparent about it. You know what I'm saying? So when I look at something like this, but who does? But who does? I don't know. You tell me. (laughs) Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. Like, and and I just wanted to interject there briefly. Hold your point. Don't lose it. I wanted to interject because you know you mentioned like the flawed reality of being human. Yes. If we understand that there are limitations, for example, if I have a car that requires premium gas. If I put something outside of premium in that car, I can expect those limitations to really be illuminated. Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. same way, if I don't go to scriptures like Philippians 4, verse 6, that say, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, in every circumstance, in every situation, by prayer mm-hmm. and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God. So that might sound like a whole bunch of jimble, j- jumble, whatever, but the point is, what are you doing to support the proper perspective that is required to even endure some of the pain that these why me experiences result in? Yes. It's painful yes. to for yes. someone to say, Justin, you're prideful. But me having to eventually acknowledge that it was a truth in my life, really yeah. being able to diagnose that self-sabotaging behavior that supported some of these why me moments has made me a better person, has made me more impactful for God's perfect plan for my life. So again, apologies, but I just wanted to highlight like, yeah, we, we, we don't know it all. But again, if we're walking this walk and not just allowing it to be another thing we do, we actually have to acknowledge that someone actually does have the answers and he puts people in places and he gives us content. And uh, I mean, a myriad of forms of, of touch points in, in which we can find a way to juxtapose the way we think. But you know what? But to do that, though, bro, we got to first take that piece, that bite of humble pie, right? And, and, and really understand two things. These why me moments are one test to sustain us, right? And to your mm-hmm. point about juxtaposing, I believe that, you know, if I look at James chapter 1, verse two through four, it kind of highlights some of that aspect of rethinking that. So that mm-hmm. kind of illuminates dear brothers and sisters when troubles of any kind mm-hmm. come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. That part. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. Mm-hmm. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. And I think that just really highlight exactly what you were just talking about. It is almost like a refresh, like it's almost refreshing to see that, right? I don't have to have all the answers right now. I don't have to put myself in these stressful positions where I'm anxious for every little thing. And, you know, one thing that I, and we're going to literally, I think it leads right into that next point, because Mm -hmm. when we don't have that context, it leads to, frankly, the characteristics, the habits, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the mechanisms, the coping mechanisms that we self-create mm-hmm. uh, 
to mm-hmm. help us manage ourselves throughout our wiping moments, mm-hmm. that's what fuels that toxic, mm-hmm. sabotaging aspect of you. Mm-hmm. And when it happens, you're unable to hear, you're unable to see, you find, it feels like you're you're trapped in your own prison. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I mean, I, I overstand what you're saying. And, you know, what pains me is that many people potentially some listening today, um, you know, you, you find yourself in moments where you're just frustrated yeah. with, with your spouse, with your life, with your career, with your finances, what X, Y, and Z. And again, we've already spoken to the context of, you know, there's a Jesus who, who, who made all your days uh, plain and not plain in the sense of boring, but he's planned out your days. And um, so we've, we've set that context that he uses vehicles to develop you just like you use vehicles to develop your children, punishment, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, schoolwork, th- you know. Um, but outside of that, many of you who are finding yourselves in these very frustrating moments, if you don't take on that right, proper context, and if you live your life that is self-serving, as you mentioned yesterday, uh, excuse me, last week, you know, how many people do you know that are just self-consumed or happy? They may appear happy, right? right? But when you are doing things that are not connecting you back to your life source, undoubtedly, innately, you will self-sabotage. Yep. You will find yourself experiencing cycles in your life and, and you will be the common denominator, yep. whether it's, you know, what whatever context it is. So I think, again, like this is where when I said earlier in the podcast around application. Yeah. Next time, not even next time, you are frustrated right now. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody on this phone is frustrated right now. And it's an opportunity to realize that if I do things outside of the context and and the, the plans that were designed for me, if I am fighting against this gym workout, I cannot expect to see results. And I think yeah, results but... is one of the big parts, LC, that you and I have talked about. You're yeah. going to get results either way, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you're going to get, you know, there's a scripture that talks about it's impossible to please God um, without faith. You, 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 you please him with faith. And again, and I'm, I'm trying to connect that back to having the proper context. If you believe in God and trust him and, and, and are doing your due diligence to build that relationship and, and understanding and, and, and revelation of who he really is. If you're doing that, you will have the faith, the guts, the wisdom and ability to innately juxtapose that moment to pause and counter. But if you yeah. are not leveraging the, 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 the tools and sorry to, to, to interject myself. So while you are leveraging the toolkit, you again are getting results. So you're not just, oh, I use faith and I juxtapose my current reality and nothing happened. No, you are listening to two young men who, while imperfect, have make, made this leap of faith because we realize that there's more to what meets the eye. Elsie, yeah. are we getting yeah. a check for this? Not at all, sir. Are, are are we getting fame or influence? Do we have an Instagram? I don't. I barely know what Instagram looks like. Not on social media, right? So I say that to say, like, we are not 
breathing hot air, we are speaking things that have drastically, dramatically changed what? Our lives, our finances, our careers, our families, our relationship with Christ, most importantly. So I just wanted to highlight that. But back but, I, but I think, mm-hmm. but I was gonna say, but I think what you're leading to though are the characteristics and mm-hmm. the behaviors that come from that opposite side of the thinking pattern. To your point, you know, and I, I appreciate you trying to lead the audience to understand that the reason why we're saying all these things again is because again, if we can juxtapose the current reality that we're looking at. Right. That is an element of faith, not believing in just what you see and what you hear. Right. Believing Mm -hmm. that there's something greater in spite of your current reality. But if we slow down for a second and understand that one, we can say that all day. Right. The proof is in the pudding, as mom used to say, like it's it's, it's all about how you walk the walk, not how you just talk it. So, you know, when we find and and reason why that's important is because I can talk it until I get punched in the mouth. And then Mm -hmm. that's what's going to highlight where I am. And so what I think about folks that have especially myself when i had my self-sabotaging moments i was demonstrating myself in behaviors that was obscuring my vision mm-hmm. to understand the context of my wiping moments i was so quick to blame a coworker, a boss somebody mm-hmm. didn't like me somebody didn't do this for me you know maybe my parents didn't give me the opportunity to learn this or go like i, mm-hmm. I was the king of excuses okay mm-hmm. <laughs> really was and and what we don't realize is that those characteristics start to rot in us on the inside to where we don't even realize we become nasty people, rude, yeah. disrespectful, um, you know, stiff neck, all those different. Yeah. And so like, that makes me think about Proverbs uh, 18. And I think this really speaks truly to me because this was my character to your, to your point. Like we had to put ourselves on display to a degree because this is not about, oh, perfect people trying to tell everybody else what you're not doing right. It's like, no, 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 no. I didn't know. Wish I did. I hope you can mm-hmm. learn so that you don't have to go through what I did. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so Proverbs 18, one and two, unfriendly people care only about themselves. Mm. They lash out at common sense and fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air out their own opinions. That is the mm. core description of somebody that loves to have an excuse of why me moments like i'm going through something but instead of me finding the exit point we're going to keep the cesspool of chaos going here i want you to under like i don't want to hear about this jesus i don't want to hear about what i could have been doing different i don't want to hear about those things because and the main reason why is when you are stuck in your own perspective of why me you -hmm. miss the concept of wisdom right so if you think about ecclesiastics verse 12 and 11 it says the words of the wise are like cattle prongs mm. painful but helpful mm-hmm. they're collect so so when you think about a cattle prod striking you in the butt every two minutes you come out of outside yourself you that, that that's very uncomfortable mm-hmm. but it's to lead you in a direction that's going to help you not only be humble but to change the perspective of what you're going through right and that gives you an opportunity to one See how God opposes proud behavior, but mm-hmm. gives grace to the humble. See yeah. how God is allowing you to stand in honor at the right time that he uplifts you, not on your own time. Because, again, your mindset is consistently shifting and changing. And, again, it goes right back to how we think, right? And what, mm-hmm. what is dominating your thoughts when you did lose that job, mm-hmm. when your kids weren't? discipline they decided to 
run out the house when he was supposed to be back. Like, what yeah. what was your what's dominating your thoughts? So when we think about Romans eight, verse five through six, I I, I utilize this illustration because I think it's so important. Where we're so sometimes we don't think about how we think, which is why we end up in situations that we do. But mm-hmm. if we're dominated by our natural thinking, our sinful thinking, Ooh, or our, our, our self-absorbed thinking, it's scary. If that's what's going to dominate us. Yikes. Again, if you think about Romans 8, it says those who are dominated by sinful nature think about sinful things. Yeah. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, they think about things that please the Spirit. Yeah. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting your spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. So mm-hmm. in this by itself, this is a juxtaposition right here. Mm-hmm. Between five and six, you have a choice mm-hmm. to allow my natural reaction to be mm-hmm. validated, understood. No, because you don't know what they did to me. And back then, my mama, da 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 da, da. Like, that could be your validation that, again, mm-hmm. after a while, nobody's going to listen to. So mm-hmm. you're going to still be stuck. Mm-hmm. Or you can refine your mind. And And the work in which I've done for quite a bit of time before a recent transition in my career, I did research to really understand um, essentially what drives decision-making in the most simplest form. And if we do some of our own research, if we look at the closest people to us, particularly those who come from our, our we we share the same bloodline, uh, it it highlights a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And and if we're honest, a a lot of bad. And, you know, when I was saying things earlier, commentary like yikes, like living in sin, I, I'm not saying that f- from a, a, a self-righteous perspective. I'm saying that from some uh, from a perspective of, of knowing what that means to allow flesh to drive thinking, to allow flesh to drive responses, to allow fresh flesh to to drive my ambitions. That is a place where you are blind and you don't even realize you cannot see. Sure, sure. And you I think get, we, I think we need even even to pull back a little bit more. What is the flesh like from your perspective? What would if somebody's listening? So I don't even understand what you. The most that. innate innate things, as as I was getting getting at earlier, which I really want to ensure that people are not condemning themselves. There, there's no condemnation in Christ. We serve the most gracious, most yeah. kind, most loving, forgiving. Soul, like like spirit, like that, like ever exists, and yeah. and again, we're speaking from a, a an experience of results, and and not even just a, a results, but relationship that has dramatically impacted everything in our lives. So the flesh is, think of a baby. Many of you might have had one, um, who are you know they're older now. They may hopefully not so do the same thing, but they, they uh, babies they they're innate qualities are selfishness right like their innate qualities are like not necessarily great right like they're yeah. cute. cute you know cute and smelling good I, again i don't have children but cute and smelling good at least when i'm around babies consistently they are, are cute and they smell good outside of that they just they, they we are limited that's like why do we need school we need yeah. school because without it we're underdeveloped so i use those examples to highlight the fact that Within this natural humanity, we know we're, 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 we're flawed, we're imperfect. We, 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 we can dot I's and cross T's, but it, there will still be something that we didn't do that our wife wanted us to do, that our kid wanted mm. us to do, that our friend wanted. Like, we can't be perfect. So the flesh is, 
that limited component of our very existence that if not juxtaposed, if not challenged, if not intentionally put through these daunting moments of like, okay, why am I experiencing this? Or, or why am I not doing this? Or fill in the blank. If we're, if we're not challenging those things, the flesh is the, the, the most basic part of us that will ruin us. It ruins his marriage. It ruins marriages. It ruins careers. It, it ruins integrity. It ruins love. It ruins peace. It ruins. So, uh, yeah. And living in the spirit is, is, is getting in the gym and, and saying that I have a body, right. And I see different body types and people who live long and, you know, have, have not many health, uh, negative, uh, you know, uh, uh health, uh, issues, if you, if you will. And, and, and you can take the, the, the context of everything you've seen and, and knowing everything that you know and say, hey, I actually want to extend my life. I, I too want to be able to, 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 to run around with my kids like my dad did with me. I, I too want to live a long life. And if I do decide to have kids, be able to be there like my parents are. Obviously, God's grace, right? I, that's all contingent on God's grace. I can work out as much as I want to. And he is the one who gives me another day to live. But me living in the spirit is me making a choice to pause and go back to the basic instructions before leaving earth. Allegedly, that's what the Bible stands for. I don't know if people say that, but going back to the word, <laughs> going, going back to going back to substance like podcasts, like sermons, like things that will help me shed the layers of that icky form of my humanity to, to really tap into uh, what's next for me. Bro, I do want to be cognizant of time. Um, I know we're, we're both, which you guys may not know, we do have jobs outside of, of doing the podcast, but obviously beyond our jobs, we really want to make sure that our, our messages are, are very digestible uh, and again, impactful. So not overly long winded, but um, bro, if, if, and, and don't let me stop you from going into any other things that you wanted to mention, but wanted to get any, like kind of before you walk away from this conversation, any other pertinent things that you really want to, you know, land with, with our audience. Yeah. I, I would just say that, you know, what I would want to end with. And I love how you kind of summarize the flesh aspect, but for the audience, when we have our moments that, like you said earlier, we are currently going through or we will be soon. When we're addressing the why me moments, let's take a step back to understand that these why me moments, at least for myself, they help me highlight and then to digest mm-hmm. the areas of my life that have opportunity for, uh, for, for growth. Yes. And also it allows me to understand what am I believing? What is mm-hmm. my what am I actually focusing on? Right. Yeah. We can't see what's not illuminated. And mm-hmm. why I me mean moments help light and expose the weak points of opportunity that we have for growth. Yes. So let's not take it in a negative way. As you said, there's no condemnation. There's just opportunity. And um, and, I, and I hope that that really resonates with, with uh, you guys, you know, throughout your journey in life. And, and, and if I, I could leave, you know, some some something that, you know, I think would be relevant. Um, many of you might have heard of, you know, the promised land in the Bible, basically this this chosen group of people. They were in bondage and, and slavery in Egypt, and they were able to get out of their, their slavery, and they were supposed to have a relatively short journey to this promised land. And because of their lack of um, 
being willing to juxtapose their current experience. They're, they made the mistake of, of measuring what they believed by what they experienced. Uh, all of them over the age of 21, with the exception of two, Caleb and Jonathan, all of them did not make it uh, into their promised land. Um, and sorry, Caleb and Joshua, was it Joshua or J J Jonathan? Sorry, Caleb and Jonathan, um, they didn't make it, wanted to keep it in proper context. They didn't, they made it into the promised land, but everyone else didn't. And even if you, you know, uh, we're not Bible scholars here, we've just learned to leverage the, the, the scripture as we are poured into by skilled people of, of faith. So we want to, of course, leverage it to pour back into you guys in the way in which we are, are poured into. But the essence of this is that you have with your God ordained purposeful life, you have an ability to yeah go through this journey and have babies. And again, everything I talked about in the, the earlier podcast, get that white picket fence, build your income, build that house, build that family. Uh, or on the flip side of that, live a life that is succumbing to just the crumbs on the ground when you deserve so, 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 so much more than that. In both of those different situations, you are in jeopardy of, of not making it into your promised land, of not knowing that you could develop what is necessary, again, to have the peace, to have the joy, to have the experience on life, in life that you deserve. So uh, we're really, really hopeful that this resonated with you. Uh, and again, we will have opportunities for you guys very soon to engage with us, to ask us questions, to tell us what you want us to talk more about. And uh, we will be back next Friday. We want you to tune in. We want you to stay locked in. Set those notifications on. I know you haven't done it, so go do it right now. Follow this podcast if you like, and we will see you next week. This is Juxtaposition. <laughs>